Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kind for being a part of the show. We have a great show for you today, of course. I spent all morning uh, taking care of a few things, very important, but also watching the debate for removing Speaker McCarthy. And I don't know, it seems like Speaker McCarthy, based on the vote for bringing the, the, bringing the subject up, he just may be removed from office to i mean from the speakership today we don't know right now the vote is 22 to 18 he needs 218 votes we'll see exactly what happens anyway welcome aboard folks lisa sandros welcome to politics done right may wood welcome to politics done right bridge mcp welcome to politics done right may wood e2247 welcome to politics done right michael rutnan is in the house Welcome to Politics Done Right. We also have uh, the one and only Yvette Avery Herrick and AC Rodriguez, who were the two first to appear in the feed. Well, along with Bridge MCP, don't let me take away that from Bridge. Anyway, we're having a good show. So far, yes, 20 uh, to, let's say, vote to remove McCarthy. So far, it's 20 to 26. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Anyhow, from Bridge MCP, a New York judge imposed a limited gag order on defendant Donald Trump Tuesday after the former president disparaged a key court staffer during his civil business trial, a fraud trial. Judge Arthur Ingoron, how do you say Angoron, Ingoron, issued the order, which applies to all parties in the case and pertains only to verbal attacks on court staff. It came after Trump recirculated a disparaging social media post about Egeron's principal uh, law clerk, Alison Greenfield, without naming uh, Trump. Egeron said that a defendant in the case posted to a social media account a disparaging, untrue, and personally identifying post about a member of my staff. He added that personal attacks on members of my court staff are unacceptable, not appropriate, and not tolerated. Trump had already deleted the post. Ergoron said he ordered it gone. All right. Anyway, folks, as it turns out, uh, the vote is 27. Yes, 29. No, I think it's uh, yes means get rid of him. No means keep him. Right now, it's at 29, 29, 29, 29. Amazing, amazing. Anyway, folks, from uh, El Senor Michael Rudnan, I am on my way home from shopping. Egberto, please read out the CNN interview clip. All right, I will. John Kelly, the longest serving White House chief of staff for Donald Trump, ordered his harshest criticism, offered his his harshest criticism yet of the former president in an exclusive statement to CNN. Kelly set the record straight with on-the-record confirmation of a number of damning stories about statements Trump made behind closed doors attacking U.S. service members and veterans, listing a number of objectionable comments Kelly witnessed Trump made firsthand. When asked if he wanted to weigh in his former boss in light of recent comments made by other former Trump officials, Kelly said, what can I add that has not already been said? A person that thinks those who defend their country in uniform or or, sh or shot down or seriously wounded in combat or spend years being tortured as POWs are all suckers because there is nothing in it for them. A person that did not want to be seen in the presence of military amputees because it doesn't look good for me. A person who demonstrated open contempt for a Golden Star family for all Gold Star 
families uh, uh, on TV during the 2016 campaign and rants that our most precious heroes who gave their lives in America's defense are losers and wouldn't visit their graves in France. A person who is not truthful regarding his position on the protection of unborn life, on women, on minorities, on evangelical Christians, on Jews, on working men and women, Kelly continued, a person that has no idea what America stands for and has no idea what America is all about. A person who cavalierly suggests that a selfless warrior who has served his country for 40 years in peacetime and war should lose his life for treason in expectation that someone will take action. A person who ad, uh, admires autocrats and murderous dictators. A person that has nothing but contempt for our democratic institution, our constitution and the rule of law. There is nothing more that can be said, Kelly concluded. God help us. Let's understand this clearly. Let's understand this clearly. We are talking about folks who are supporting this guy. Remember, effective now, because we know who he is now. People are talking now. There's evidence now. Anybody who votes for Donald Trump right now, remember, again, you can still love him. You can still recognize that they are ill, but do understand what it means. It means that the illness that they have make them who Donald Trump is. That is that's very important. Remember, any person who has been convinced that it's okay to vote for a rapist, that it's okay to vote for a xenophobe, that it's okay to vote for a homophobe, that it's okay to vote for somebody who doesn't care that, about the people who defended this country. Anybody puts all of that aside and say, that is a person I want to represent America. That is a person I want to vote for. That is a person I want to be my leader. Remember this. I know you're likely indoctrinated. I know. You are likely ill, mentally that is, but it does make you, in your mental state, no different than Donald Trump, the man. All right, let's continue. Hello, relatives from E2247. Thank you so kindly for being here, my brother. Uh, Maywood says, good afternoon, everyone. Eric Hayes says, will them save him? I hope they don't. After, after the Democrats gave the vote, all Democrats but one, I believe, voted for the, uh, for the continuation, the, the CR, the continuing resolution. All of them voted for the continuing resolution. And what did McCarthy go out and say? It's the Dems' fault that uh, this was so difficult. It's a Dems' fault. After 90 Republicans and only 100 and I think 26 Republicans voted for it. All but one of the Democrats voted for it. And you come out and say, why should any Democrat vote to support Kevin McCarthy? In fact, if any Democrat votes to support Kevin McCarthy in this right now, progressives, listen up right now. We will make sure. We will make sure that everybody knows that you voted 
to keep somebody who is maligning the progressive values of your party. And people can then vote however they will. So therefore, uh, Kevin McCarthy must receive zero Democratic votes. Zero. If you heard the speeches, how these guys spoke about Democrats, if you listen to how every single speaker maligned Democrats in that House of Representatives, no Democrat should give, the, give them the honor of participating positively in this vote. None. Absolutamente niet. Nadie, nada, nada. Okay, continuing. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, hi, Bridge and Lisa. Welcome to 247. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Part of it, part of it, part of it. Uh, Eric says, talk about gold star families who check their watch. as a Again, Eric, uh, I, let's not talk about checking watches. Let's talk about who supports them. Donald Trump said they are suckers. Don't, let's not have false equivalences here. Donald Trump said those amputees were suckers. They got nothing out of it. That's what Daniel Trump said. You heard no Democrat ever speak like that. Ever. Ever would you hear a Democratic person speak that way. All right. Daniel Edo says, okay, I have been, I have been doing some research. Apparently, Egberto can absolutely be naturalized and deported for exactly the kind of perjury under oath that Egberto is guilty of. So send me back to Panama if you can. Okay? Send me back to Panama if you think you can. I tell you what, you can be denaturalized for being a traitor. All right, let's continue. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. AC Rodriguez says, nice, yet all the R's will still vote for him because they have no values or principles. No, there are a lot of R's that will not vote for the, tri the, the, the thug-in-chief. I'm pretty sure. All right, let's see what else we got. Egberto for screen. Let's go ahead and put what Bridge MCP wants for the screen because it Bridge MCP wants it. Bridge MCP gets it. Let me read it for you. It says, Afghanistan withdrawal facts. Very important. Very, very important. Trump, not Biden, negotiated directly with the Taliban terrorists and, and excluded the Afghan army. That's true. Trump, not Biden, drew down U.S. forces from 13,000 to 2,500, making them vulnerable to attack. Trump, not Biden, ordered the release of 5,000 Taliban fighters for prison, one of, from prison, one of whom would become the new leader of Afghanistan. Trump not Biden, wanted to invite the Taliban leaders to Camp David in the anniversary of September 11. Seriously, I remember the, the ruckus that caused. Trump, not Biden, agreed on a May 1st exit from Afghanistan, then bragged that he didn't need an exit strategy. Trump, not Biden, refused to brief Biden's incoming teams on the situation in Afghanistan. That is when he thought he would be successful in stealing the election. So he didn't want to give Biden any transition, anything to, to create the transition. All right, let's continue. Trump, not Biden. Oh, I need to put that on the screen, don't I? I thought it was on the screen. There we go. There it is on the screen now. Trump, not Biden, 
uh, shut down every air base in Afghanistan except one, crippling the U.S.'s ability to extract its assets safely. So let's be clear here. Let's be completely clear. Uh, When I talk about how Republicans have a tendency to, uh, what's the word, project, this is what I'm talking about. The things that they like to accuse others of, I'm talking about these politicians, it's the things that they are usually guilty of. So let's be clear here. That is, these are statements of fact. Okay, let's see what else we got. Daniel says, the denaturalization process is initiated by filing a complaint in U.S. District Court alleging upon affidavit showing good cause that the defendant's naturalization was either procured illegally or by concealment of a material fact or by willful representation. So do it. Do it. I can't wait for somebody like you to do it. Because after you do it, I'll probably own your home. So go ahead and do it, please. Please do it. And then I can use what I get for your home to get better people to help me out with politics done right. And allow, get help support. Because right now, the honest truth, I need a lot more support for politics done right. So please malign me. Please do. Go ahead. File the complaint. I want you to. Because, brother, your house will be mine. Don't think that I haven't heard this before. All right, let's continue. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Daniel Ledosa, don't worry, PDR Posse. Egberto can still do the show from Panama City. Yes, I can. And actually, the internet is faster in Panama than it is in Kingwood, even though I have one gig here. All right. All right. Lee Grant says, must be trash talk Trump Tuesday. No, it's just fact-based Tuesday. As usual. Thank you, BJ. I noticed that I didn't have it on the screen, so I, I put it on there, you know. All right, let's see what else we got here. Mike says, I say, here it goes. Leftist posting more lies again. Okay, I tell you what, Mike, it's a good thing that we have the posting on the screen from our great sister, um, Bridge MCP. Please tell me which one of the statements in her meme is incorrect. Fact check each one for me, Mr. CSAC. Which one of those are incorrect? Let us know. Let us know. All right, let's see. Here goes the right. He's not willing to open their minds to facts. It's not that they don't want to open their minds. It's that they don't believe in facts. You remember what, uh, what, what we learned under the Trump administration? Alternative facts. Remember we learned that phrase in, uh, in, from uh, his past assistant. I don't remember her name. But anyhow. All right, E2247 says, hey, Eric, did you know? When we see a comment in the chat post with emojis, which laughing, rolling on the floor, it is then that we see a comment by an ignorant person. Well, I tell you what, it's surprisingly something happens all of the times. Um, Eric gets into a mode. We love Eric here. Eric is a part of our PDR Posse family. But Eric gets into these modes. Like, like he learned about the colonias recently. And he starts every conversation, including on my early morning show, and he just says, Colonia, you know? So I don't know if it's an issue in the way his mind works. I'm not sure. But, you know, there's, there's, that's quite interesting. All right, Egberto, you would be rich then and get the EV and solar panels. Yeah, you know, 
I will be, and I would get EV and solar panels. And you're right, Eric. You do, you're right about that one. You're right about that one. All right, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? All right, folks, come on, come on, giving me the comment. All right, here is the information of the local U.S. District Court. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate the local district court information. All right, Mike Cisak says uh, Trump cancels secret meeting with Taliban Afghanistan. Uh, how? But wait a minute. That doesn't defy. That doesn't. That just confirms what Bridge says. What did Bridge say? She said. Trump wanted to invite Taliban leaders to Camp David on the anniversary of September 11. That's what he wanted to do. And that article confirms that after he was caught, he canceled it, which means he wanted to do it. Right, CSEC? You understand? I think you can understand that, right, brother? Anyhow, let me play. Uh, let me play. One of the issues, the problems that that Republicans have, right? We all know that Donald Trump is a genesis of what's occurring in the Congress right now. The attempt to get rid of um, to get rid of the Speaker, etc. He's orchestrating all of that. In fact, um, uh, Matt Gates said as much. He was in conversations with with um, with the president, with um, the president, and the thug in chief, the former thug in chief. Um, Trump yesterday. So, um, and and when you want to see what happens when all of these guys start to walk, what do they say? Lock and step? I don't remember what the phrase is. Lock, step and lock or lock and step or something like that. Um, I want you to see a, a false equivalency that I had to do a double take on. I want you to see this because after Ken Buck said this, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Listen, as you know, Donald Trump did a whole lot of things and Ken Buck called him out for it. He said, I would do things differently. He was kind of childish in doing that. So uh, just like I would want to vote for Donald Trump for doing things like that, I think we should also judge Biden by Hunter Biden. I mean, you got to hear this to really see if you can make some sense out of it. But I I mean, when a, when a, a supposedly former DA, I think he was a district attorney or something like that, or prosecutor, and a current representative in government says something like that, you have to scratch your head. Check it out and we'll take it on the other side. Are you concerned about the rhetoric you're hearing from him outside of the trial, but the rhetoric you're hearing from him threatening not just judges, but elected officials, um, others around the country? Yeah, I think it's immature. I think the president needs to do better when he is frustrated. Um, do what a lot of us do. Go into a room by yourself, yell for a little bit, and then come out and, and be the, the person the, that really personifies uh, what we want in a leader in this country. I wish more would speak out against that Congressman Ken Buck. Exactly. So in other words, Hunter Biden, what does Hunter Biden have to do with the president? You know, I mean, we have Trump folks that have done a whole lot of things. What does he have to do with the president again? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Bridge, you said it's a close call. So from watching it right now, it's 121. Yes, 123. No. Did any Democrats vote for it, first of all? Because what they're showing on, on uh, MSNBC is just a total vote. So they're not showing the votes by party. I don't know if C-SPAN is doing something differently. 
maybe I should uh, probably log into C-SPAN and see if C-SPAN has the the tally based on um, on party because right now we can't see the tally. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into C-SPAN right now and see if C-SPAN has the tally because it's it's right now it's live right it's it's live and a current whoops so uh, I'm going to see if we can get it subdivided because no is winning 129 uh okay uh, they don't have it divided by um 127 is a yes now they don't have it divided by um democrats or republicans right now so we don't know if there are Democrats who voted. Let's see if CNN may have the, a going tally that shows what the vote looks like. If we just uh, wrong thing, uh, let's see if CNN will have the tally by. Uh, nope, they don't have it either. They don't have it either. They don't have a tracker that tells us. All right. Um, now, for those of you that are listening, it, you can give us updates and let us know what it looks like if any Democrats are going to cave or if any guys from the Freedom Caucus has have caved. All right, let's see what. Uh, let's continue here. If anyone wants to start denaturalization process for Egberto, contact the district court and reference time stamped 1516 on PDR October 2nd. Egberto clearly and publicly declares he has no loyalty to the U.S. Constitution in direct contradiction of the oath he took when we allowed him to be part of the American family. It will go to trial, and Egberto can explain why he committed fraud to obtain citizenship. Oh my God, I'm so scared. Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it, Daniel? Don't be asking somebody else to do your dirty work. You go do it. You go do it. It seems like you got all the information, so go do it. You know, I'm so, I am so, so scared. Oh my God, I may lose my citizenship. The 14th Amendment don't matter anymore. My God. Mike Cisek said, the May 1st withdrawal agreement was dependent on the Taliban not killing again. <laughs> Since they kept killing, the withdrawal agreement was no longer valid, meaning Trump was I would have kept troops in the country, but Biden ignored this part. And which, oh my God, you guys can always try to spin something in such a ridiculous manner. But you know what, man? Um, there's a there's a TikTok, there's a TikTok uh, going around, right? Where this guy said, "My God, I love, I love women. I, I love my Trump women." He said, and this is a joke, guys. Not my joke. It's a joke. And the reason he said that is that he said, you know why? Because it doesn't matter what I do. The women will say he wouldn't do that. If I have 10 women on the outside, he would say he wouldn't do that. So, you know, maybe uh, you guys that are, in fact, Trump sycophants, you know, um, and I say that with respect. I honestly say it with respect. I mean you no harm, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, when you when we know things for a fact, when Bridge MCP and others discuss these things factually, and we have to listen to those who would uh, simply come to the defense of a thug, because, and we don't quite know why, but because, just because, 
at that point, we have to be we, we have to start asking questions about you. Right. Maywood says, wait, wait, wasn't it Daniel who declared that he hates democracy, the Constitution and everything the U.S. stands for? Actually, he did come on our show and say things like that. In fact, he also came on this show uh, and to insurrect, uh, to cause an insurrection. Right. Daniel did a whole lot of these kinds of things. You know, he come on the show and tells us what he's going to do to many of us. Right. He said that he's filled up. He said he's, he has a whole lot of bullets. He has a whole lot of guns. He has all these things. He came on our program and threatened, right? So, you know, let, let Daniel do his thing. Let Daniel do his thing, you know? Anyway, shopping took longer than expected. AVQ, but you're here. That's the important thing. You're here. All right, I'm getting messages. I'm getting messages. Let's see how it's going. All right. Okay, I have another video to show you. This one here is to show you how... Trastornados, these guys are. Uh, I, I, I will show you this because it's important for you to see this, uh, to see how that mind works. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. Well, let me set it up. As you know, recently, the Judiciary uh, Committee, I believe, the Judiciary uh, Committee, I think it was, they had a, they, they, they attempted to malign the president by using Joe Biden. So they had a hearing on Joe Biden. And of course, there was no evidence against the president. And of course, all of the Republican witnesses said that, in fact, there was there was no basis to impeach President Biden. Well, a reporter uh, was asked all these questions, and I want you to see his response. I want you to see his response. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. I want to show this interaction that Republican Representative Jason Smith, who's on the House Ways and Means Committee, had with our own Ryan Nobles, who was questioning him about a text message from 2017 that Republicans have been pointing to as potential evidence of something. Watch. And then the WhatsApp message you have, I believe, is dated June 6, 2017. Joe Biden is not vice president or even a candidate for president at that time. So where is the direct connection to some sort of criminal malfeasance within these two pieces of evidence? Well, I think the facts speak for themselves. There's over 700 pages of examples of where people should be very concerned. It's really, really uh, unfortunate that we see so many meetings and so many phone calls uh, that involved uh, around official activity that the vice president has been participating in, and then big sums of money follows later. But if he's not the president or the vice president at that time, where where's the wrongdoing? He wasn't even a candidate for president at that time. He was a candidate. In, on, in August 6th of so 2017? Apparently, uh, apparently, what source are you with? I'm with NBC. So apparently you'll never believe us. It's not that we wouldn't believe you. It's that you're lying. It's not about believing you. It's that you are lying. And the evidence, it, it, it's funny, even the information that you bring in to corroborate what you're saying says you're lying. And that is what we have to deal with when we're dealing with the right. So folks, remember when you're talking to our right-wing brothers and sisters, remember, we, we, we should yes show some humility, but realize that 
you know, uh, yes, so you can find all the fact-based information necessary to refute and get the job done. It's amazing. Anyway, welcome back, El Senor AVQ. Lee Grant defends me as usual. He says, I'll defend Egberto's deportation as he is brainwashed by the neo-Marxists left. It's not his fault. His defense can be the McNaughton rules. Well, Mr. Grant, you did use a word. I don't know. But believe it or not, I will go research the word that you use because, as you know, I love learning. So I don't know what the McNaughton rules is, but I want to learn what it is. So what I will do is I will look it up and find out the McNaughton rules. Every man is to be presumed to be sane and to possess a sufficient degree of reason to be responsible for his crimes. Until the contrary be proved, an insane person is punishable if he knows at the time of the crime. Oh, thank you. You know, so that is called the McNaughton's rule. Remember what I tell all of you guys. I can learn from everybody. And in fact, I do. I always make sure to learn from all my people, whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right there's something I can learn. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Grant. I've learned something today. All right. Let's see what else. Bridge MCP says, LMAO, what an idiot. No wonder they are all the same. Michael says, I'm scrolling through the comment section set. See a lot of conservatives trying to cope through projection and gaslighting. That's, that is something that saves. That is the only way some can survive You've got to do that. It seems like it's running away. 183, 174. Yes, McCarthy's may uh, days are numbered. I want to wager whether if this if this passes, meaning he's no longer speaker, if he's going to resign. My hunch tells me he resigns today, leaves the house in chaos, and people will see what Republican govern governing looks like. What Republican governing looks like? Simple. Chaos. All right, continuing. We got, let's see. Uh, parver, 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 parver. They are, uh, let's see what else we got. But he says, Daniel uh, McTen, the man who changed the law on insanity, those trained in psychiatry should be familiar with the Mac, the McNaughton, pronounced McNaughton rule, which states that an individual suffers from a, def, a defect of reason, which is caused by a disease of the mind, and as a result, does not know the nature or quality and quality of the act that's wrong. Use for Trump. I guess that could save Trump, right? Maybe Trump can use that as a defense when he goes and he gets to Atlanta for his trial. But no, we need to lock him up. He likes to use that term, lock up. All right, so the Democrats have a lot of work to do. Democrats have a whole lot of work to do, and uh, they need to stop just saying the economy is great. They need to just because, again, the people, the reason we're getting as many strikes as we get is because the people have not been holding on and, and, and going forward with the economy. Yes, now they are. The inflation at three point something percent, the, account, the wage growth at four percent. But that is not that is not consistent. It's not consistent. What Democrats have to do, first of all, is acknowledge the pain 
of the average American persons caused by supply-side economics, and they need to wholeheartedly tell Americans that we are making a transition from supply-side economics to an economics that work for us all. And that economics starts by taxing the wealthy for all the tax that they forewent, for all the theft that they've gotten by getting tax cuts and then loaning us back the money they got us tax cuts, and more and more. So anyway, I want you to listen to what Steph, this, this conversation with Stephanie Rule. I think it's prescient. I think it's important. Uh, listen to what Stephanie Rule has to say about um, how Democrats really need to see things the way most Americans are right now. There are things in the economy, when I talk to my adult children, my kidults, they'll say, yeah, the economy on paper looks good, but rent is really too high. That's what we're all living for. for the and your kids are right. And Michael is touching on something that is so important about the economy. And it's something Democrats are missing. The economy has had an extraordinary recovery since COVID. It is great that we are not in recession. It is great that inflation is not running as hot as it was. However, Democrats just keep saying the economy is great, but it's okay to also say people don't feel great. Because if you walk out of here and you want to go get a bacon, egg and cheese, it's not $5, it's $10. Right. If you want to go get a pizza that was 16 bucks, it's 22. And we're in September. People are getting their credit card bills from the vacation they took this summer. And it's twice as much as it was. So at the very least, Democrats need to narrow this gap and acknowledge that inflation isn't running higher, but prices have not gone down and gas prices are going up. So both things can be true that we've had a really good recovery, but things still don't feel good. And you have to reconcile those wages. I mean, this is all about wages going up. So I do think there is a middle ground here and we're seeing that these union bargains are really, you know, if wages go up, there is a chance, whether it's fair or not, that prices are going to go up. And by the way, the unions are at sort of record popularity, I think because of that, because people like who's fighting for me. All right. All right. uh, So, so yeah. So what Democrats need to do right now is point out why the pain that those who are feeling pain are feeling. Because like yesterday I said, remember what median income means, median wage gains, average wage gains and average and average uh, wage median and average wage gains and average income means. We need to know what that means. That means that there are a lot of people on the other side of that as well. And what we have to be is broad based because that's the kind of election we win, a broad based election. Uh, so what Stephanie Rule is pointing out is don't just acknowledge the great things that are happening to a large percentage of the population, but acknowledge those people uh, who are suffering, who should be your vote and, and let them understand the reason why their suffering continues. It has nothing to do with biodynamics. It has everything to do with supply-side economics. It has everything to do with the things that they're trying to fix. Let's give a problem. What is going to occur or what occurred two days ago? Student loan repayment began, SNAP reduction, as well as child care reduction, subsidies for child care ended. All of that ended because of a hundred percent vote by Republicans, cinema and mansion. That's what caused it. Americans need to understand where their pain is coming from so they can vote 
appropriately. Now to my brothers, Norman uh, says, Norman says, hey, every, oh, before I go to Norman, Bridge, I've ignored a hell of a lot of them. Trust me, I have. And you can see them in both, in both chats, my sister. Um, Norman says, hey, everyone, why do you say Democrats have a lot to do? The GOP pays no price for chaos or bad governance. The GOP, that is what's expected of the GOP. And that's what I try to let many understand. He's three votes away from losing it all. That is what uh, uh, that is what I'd like to really point out here. Nobody expects good governance from Republicans. Nobody expects good social policies from Republicans. It's not expected. What we do expect is for Democrats to provide that. Democrats must provide that. And how can they do it? We have to get rid of the neoliberal Democrats who, for all practical purpose, like cinema and mansion and many in Congress themselves, are a hindrance to what we want to accomplish or a hindrance to what we do. So what I'm saying, Norman, is not to is not an attempt to not let Republicans pay. They're not going to pay. Not only that, they have voters that continue to believe in the things that they're saying, continue to be misled by them. Just take a look at our the conservative base that we have as part of our conservative portion of our PDR Posse. They're completely, they have allowed themselves to be willfully ignorant to what Republicans represent. So what do we do? We don't try to convince the Daniel Ledoz. We use the Daniel Ledoz errors to convince those who think they're like him, but actually have a, a, a thinking process, a critical thinking process that when de, when when uh, unindoctrinated would perform. And that is what we need to do. That is what we need to do. Oh, my God, he's going to be gone. One more vote needed. 217 to 207, one vote needed. And he's a goner. And I think he's going to get that 218 very shortly. And he is a goner. I am happy. It seems like no no Democrats have voted for him. I think they got the message. No Democrat voted for him. On the uh, on the MSNBC screen, I'm seeing 216 to 209. I don't see the 217, 207. So let's see. Unless somebody change your vote. Hello, Egg. Uh, looking smoky as usual. Just heard Ukraine sends in a woman and young uh, young to fight because no soldiers left for the overlords. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, let's see what is happening here. 218. We need two more votes. Let's see if it's going to occur. There are some absences. I don't know if 216 is the amount. Uh, Houston House appears to have votes to oust uh, Speaker McCarthy's. What's the, the uh, Chiron for MSNBC is saying right now? So let's see when that 218 shows up. I, they may not need 218. I think there are some absences. So he may be able to lose with 217, uh, Bridge. We'll see. Uh, yeah, change vote. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see what else we've got here, if more votes are going to be changed. Uh, maybe, uh, let's see, 216, 210 is what I got also. Uh, is that the end of it? Uh, whatever the case is, the yes has won, right? 
whatever the case is, the yes has won. House Affairs, it, it, I don't. I think they just need a majority. Michael Rons, Egberto, the Republican Party today doesn't have a policy platform. Republicans don't have any position with supermajority polling support. Republicans only have one play remaining, select marginalized minority groups to denigrate so their silent majority can feel good about themselves, not realizing that Republicans are, what Republicans are doing is normalizing hate and that harmful effects hit the minorities first will affect you and and yours not too long afterwards. I think the speaker is a goner. The speaker is a goner. I, I was at first I thought you needed to 18, but we may not need to 18. Um, does anybody hear what they're saying? Uh, let's see what what they're saying. I, I I think Nancy Pelosi is missing, and I think another person is missing. Uh, I think there are two votes missing, which I think for quorum, uh, nobody voted present. So let's see what's going on right now. Anyhow, uh, we're at 345. I don't actually have any more videos to show because I thought, let's see, there are still in voice vote yays and nays and are stalled 2016. Yeah, Pelosi didn't answer. Uh, Pelosi is actually in California. She's in California, so she won't answer. But the question is, can they oust the speaker with 216 votes uh, because it's a majority? I think the House, uh, I don't know. You are better men than I am. Upbringing tells me to sit down, idiots. You better view and long thinking is what you all need. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Look, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt, um, AC Rodriguez. Not only that, I hope to make sure that um, I, I am not going to become like those who wish evil on others. I won't do it. Um, in the past, I probably would. I'll be honest with you. But in the present, I won't. So let's see if it's official that Speaker McCarthy is gone or not. Uh, the Chiron is still saying House appears to have votes to oust the Speaker. That's what it says. Uh, Michael Ronan says, Eric Hayes expects Republican infighting to determine the next speaker. I don't know if they can come together for uh, McCarthy ousted as speaker. It's official. McCarthy, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not expect it to pass. Uh, You know, and, and as much as I've been saying it could happen deep inside, I thought it would not happen. I thought it would not happen, but it did. The man is ousted as speaker. Wow. Wow. No, Chip Roy would never. Listen, the av- nobody is going to vote these guys into the house now, guys. It's going to be a bloodbath among uh, Republicans because a lot of Republicans now are pissed. A lot of Republicans, the normal Republicans are pissed, but it's their fault because as the terrorists in Congress were doing what they were doing, they just sat back and allowed the terrorists to continue doing what the terrorists. So now let me tell you what, who, who looks great now, that young, uh, precocious punk, right? The young precocious punk, El Senor Matt Gates, he brought the speaker down. He came out there and he brought the speaker down. What this means. Now, don't get me wrong now. 
his head is on the block now. Remember, there's a there's a committee uh, that's doing there's an inquiry committee that's checking out on his bad deeds. He may be the next one ousted. And what he's done is created precedents for a Republican to go after a Republican and oust a Republican in Congress. So this is quite amazing. Disarray in the Republican Party. Kevin, this is uh, this is likely one of the shortest. Uh, <laughs> I cannot believe it. McCarthy, McCarthy is no longer the Speaker of the House because of a bill brought or rather a motion brought up by a precocious, a precocious young bloviating punk. Wow. Republicans, you guys are great. <laughs> Republicans, you guys are great. I simply cannot believe it occurred. Okay, for those who are listening to the podcast, this uh, I, uh, during our podcast today, what has occurred? Speaker McCarthy was ousted from being Speaker of the Congress of the House of Representatives. And now the House of Representatives is in disarray. The Republican Party is in disarray. The country is in disarray. Completely in disarray. AVQ says, ah, crap, something fell, stepping away. Oh, sorry to hear something fall. So uh, our country is in such a mess, according to Bridge MCP. Bridge, uh, you elect Republicans, this is what you get. When you elected Democrats, when Democrats controlled everything over the last two years, look how much we accomplished. Unfortunately, this is what you get. Uh, Michael K. Hampu says, okay. Now, who will they name as speaker? A Dem? Not a chance, but I don't know what I don't know where we go from here. I think we're in uncharted territory. I, I think this happened a hundred years ago, and I didn't read up on exactly what was done. But uh, you know, we could get a Democrat. You know, I tell you what, believe it. There is no equity to coverage. What is equivalent? Oh no, 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 no. What I said is. It happened. Uh, I don't think that was referring to me, right? Uh, that was that. This occurred back a hundred years ago, from what they said. I haven't read up about it at all, at all, at all. My God, but he says my family in Ireland is in shock at our country, and we live under British rule still. Nothing shocks them. This does, and it should. Oh my! Oh my God! Everything is going off like crazy now. Everything is going off like crazy now. Amazing. All right. Uh, we have E2247 saying President Pro Tempore of the Senate. Pat Amure is now third in line if Potus or Votus fall out of line. So will they be ousted also? Fans want to know. No, Democrats don't behave that way. Democrats don't behave that way. But I can't believe it happened. Look, I am going to... I don't have much more to say because uh, I played all the videos that I wanted to play. I have some research to do for today. I want to thank everybody for showing up. But before I go, I want to ask everybody to please support the program. And how can you support the program? You can support the program by going to politicsandright.com slash support. 
Uh, again, I repeat, politicsandright.com slash support. You can also uh, go to uh, politicsandright.com slash newsletter to subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, I'm asking you to please become a paid subscriber. It's like a coffee a month for us, and it allows us to continue doing what we do. Norman, thank you for being here. Um, and by the way, Norman, uh, the start of the project will be soon, uh, sooner than we thought. I'll send you an email with regards to that, um, not an email, a text with regards to that shortly after the show. Uh, well, actually, I don't have the official time yet, but it's it's within the next two weeks, supposedly. So I'll, I'll, I'll wait to hear from them to see exactly when the start occurs and, and let you know. Um, but anyway, people, so please support the program at politicsunright.com slash support, which I'll put in the feed one more time. And please, please, please subscribe to our newsletter. I ask you so kindly, uh, politicsunright.com slash newsletter. And of course, you can always join the PDR. Po- hey, Bridge MCP. Thank you so kindly for your super chat. Hey, you can join uh, uh, Bridge and give us a super chat as well. We will prevail. Ignorance will eventually die, and we will still be citizens. Both of us who are naturalized citizens will remain citizens because, guess what, Bridge? We chose this country, so we don't take it for granted the way those like El Senor Ledo, El Senor Sisak, take it for granted. We honor the people in this country. We honor all of us as Americans, and what we do is we try to do what is right. Don't ever forget it. Those of us that are naturalized citizens, and there are quite a few of us in this room, we chose it. We chose the country. We didn't come here to maim. We didn't come here to conquer. We didn't come here to enslave. We didn't come here to genocide. We didn't come for any of that. We came here to make it a better place. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.